0: Hello and welcome to the 16th episode of the Commander's Contingencies podcast. Today we have a special guest on. Why don't you introduce yourself, Nathan?
1: Uh, Well, uh, my name is Nathan and I'm the special guest.
0: Yeah. Uh, So you have two other podcasts, I believe. Yes, Uh, I do. So Uh... if you just want to plug your stuff there, Shameless Self-Promotion.
1: Uh, yeah, so I've got two of them. Uh, One is called The Cloud, and one is called The Download. Uh, The Cloud is like a short news podcast Uh, we do every week uh, with my my co-host Riley, and then The Download is also with uh, my co-host Riley, uh, and it's just a lot longer, it's just the two of us talking.
0: Yeah, I will put uh, links in the description for these, and uh, why don't we start with the Commander News? MTG News. The stuff that's happening in the world of magic. So, yeah, so this got week Ikoria we have, Yeah. Uh I mean it's all messed up because of coronavirus, like literally everything else in the world, but I mean they've delayed everything. It I mean the well not everything. The previews start on the 2nd of April, the full card image gallery, so all of the cards will be spoiled, uh, on the 10th of April. On the 16th it'll be released on Magic Arena and MTGO, on the 17th it'll be uh, released on tabletop in Asia Pacific, and on May 15th, almost a full month later. It'll be released in North America, Europe, and South America.
1: Yeah, that whole so, month thing is gonna I be think, a hard wait.
0: Yeah, like how are we gonna get? How am I gonna get cards? I mean, we're just gonna not.
1: We'll just order four. So and once. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I guess. I'm you just gonna just... like build decks and pretend that I can use yeah. them. Yeah, or. Somebody will probably make, like, a full image... I mean, they have the full image galleries, so most playgroups will probably just let proxies or something. Who knows? Yeah, I think proxies will be um, pretty
1: big for that one month-ish period. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I-, I think afterwards, um, and it won't be too bad. Huh? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. Like, for that one month, it'll so... be, there'll be a lot of proxies going around.
0: But... Yeah, yeah, there will. So we've got, there's another thing. Uh, so Gavin Verhey released the second half of his, not spoilers, but like teasers, I guess, uh, teasers, yeah. video. I guess it's not half, it's just two separate ones. Um, so his he said ones. a lot of different things. Second. Yeah, the second one of them. Uh, he said a lot of different things on them. He- well, first up we we have we've got a hound that generates fetch counters. Um I mean that's pretty cool. I'm excited I like the that. idea, but it doesn't really give me any clues of what it is going to be mechanically.
1: Um I'll be honest, even I, if it sucks, counters, I'm still going to run it in something. Just cuz I Oh yeah, I like no, idea.
0: that seems awesome. Yeah. It seems super fun. Um Rules text whenever you cast a spell with X in its mana cost, do something. That's pretty cool. There's a lot of X decks nowadays. Yeah, and uh, then it's going to fit in commander pretty much X. any Hydra deck. But Yeah. There's... Th- What's that commander that's like four mana and you can tap it for four mana, but you can only use it for X? Hold on.
1: Oh, only uh, use for X
0: spells.
1: It's Yeah, it's a Gruel one. Uh, it was reprinted yeah. in Iconic Masters.
0: Right. Let's see. I'm gonna pull it up. I mean, there's also, like, a lot of different X commanders like Gargos, for example, is often used as that. And even Atraxa can be used for hydras because of the plus one, plus one counter-proliferation. Oh, I found it. It's Roshin Meanderer. Uh, 3 hybrid red green for a legendary creature giant shaman add colorless 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 to your mana pool Spend this mana only on costs that contain X and it's a four four. So that's interesting, I guess
1: um, Yeah, that would be a fun commander. I kind of want to build a deck
0: around Yeah, me. yeah Yeah, maybe Hmm. I don't know.
1: Because realistically, you could get Maybe him I'll just out.
0: like randomly build that next week.
1: And I mean like realistically, if you're willing to spend the money, the you sounds. can get him out turn one.
0: Two. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's true. But that's also spend. unlikely, even if you are. Yeah.
1: Or if you just get really lucky um, and pull some good stuff. But then turn two, cast I mean, yeah. some good old hydras.
0: Yeah, that sounds great.
1: For like Uh, nine.
0: Next up, we've got... There's a cycle of cards that is a reimagining of an old, popular multiplayer cycle. I was honestly considering going like full insane mode and just sifting through thousands of cards to try and figure it out. But then I was like, old is way too subjective of a word. So I didn't.
1: Old is but, really subjective. I don't know. Uh, one thing I had considered is that maybe it would be like the Battle Bond lands.
0: I was think a lot of people are saying that, but is that old? I mean, we're talking about two years. Is that old enough? I don't know.
1: I don't know if it's old but, enough, yeah, but I really I, hope it is.
0: It does say reimagining too, so it wouldn't be finishing the cycle. It would be... Changing it up, so it might even be most likely. I'd guess it's one that is finished, because that just get players really annoyed if they just decided to reimagine one rather than actually finishing it.
1: Yeah, but that's true. Who knows? But if they um, finish those Battle Bond lands, that would be uh,
0: pretty hype. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're gonna have to finish it eventually, because people are just yeah. like yelling at them, "Do it, do it, do it," and it's. It's a, great, it's a great thing to do. I mean, honestly, it's probably not going to be like three years because they probably didn't expect the amount of hype. You know, because they have... Is it a two or three year delay uh, for uh, designing the products and then actually them releasing?
1: It's probably, I think, like, probably like in the two-ish know. range. Um, yeah. But on the other hand, now that they're, you know, promoting Brawl... That would be something that would fit really well in a brawl deck
0: so if you make it standard legal i mean
1: it's you know it's just a tap land in standard but in brawl it then becomes playable fixing
0: actually i forgot to say this uh I highly doubt it'll be standard legal unless it's a reprint from the main set, which I don't know exactly how that works. Because he says these are all for spoilers for new cards. So if it's a new card and I- in Icoria and it's in this deck, would that count as a new card? So I don't know. But if that is not doesn't count, uh, he said that these are spoilers only for the new cards in the commander decks. Um. So I don't. I don't know. Maybe, but I doubt it. Okay, next up we have a creature that generates mana you can only use to activate abilities. Which Honestly, isn't necessarily
1: a new thing.
0: I. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different cards that are like, you can only use this mana for this, and they're mostly bad. Like, they're mostly not played. I mean, maybe yeah. this will be an exception to the rule, and the card we just talked about, Roshin, well, isn't... Actually, no, it is pretty bad. Yeah.
1: Well, if it has its own abilities on itself as well, then it's like, that, like non-tap-based yeah. abilities. Then yeah. I can see it being maybe. played in something.
0: Yeah. Uh, they've got a creature that... Oh, I already read that one. Eight non-evergreen mechanics being brought back. So, in a future one, in a future note, he said that experience counters are going to be brought back. Uh, That is not included in this. I have got a couple of theories here. Uh, The only one I'm really confident about is Evolve. I really think they're going to bring Evolve back because the theme of building your own monster, the colors... I, I don't know how the colors are relevant. I don't know why I said that. I just really think with the amount of counters they're bringing back, the amount of evergreen mechanics they're bringing back, I feel like it fits really well. Uh, I think they're going to bring mel- Cliffrate back.
1: Alongside Evolve, I could imagine um, back in the unsets there was... What was it called? It wasn't Attach, but it was the half creatures. So it would be like half cat, half... Oh, cat, mel- Melt. Yeah. No, augment. not
0: meld. It is meld? Oh, okay. I think it was augment. Um, well they, yeah. Yeah, that would actually be really interesting. Huh.
1: And I don't that see that be being That could be really interesting. And that, as
0: a thing I could see them actually messing with, yeah. it's not like that likely that they'll mess with it, but it's not like other things in the unsets where it's just like, yeah, they're not going to do that. Um. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's definitely a good way know. you could, you know, build your own monsters.
0: Right. Um, we've got... Oh, I've heard a lot of people saying there's... Oh, what's that old one that if you have, like, two of the same card, they, like, flip over and, like, combine? I don't remember what that um, card's called. That ability.
1: Yeah, I don't remember what it was called, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, like, you have stuff like, uh, Brazella that did Ah. it. And,
0: yeah. Yeah, and the land.
1: That's right, there was a land... There was um yeah. there was like graph rats and something else yeah. as well.
0: Molden graph monstrosity? Yeah. No, I don't think that one's right. Yeah, there was a couple um, things
1: that did that back in the day. So I could definitely see them bringing something yeah. like that back.
0: I also totally think they're gonna bring back prolifer- Proliferate. Sure, Proliferate yeah. is like quite broken, but also there's like Twelve car. There's literally thirteen counters in this set. Uh, there's twelve that Gavin or I forget if it was Gavin or Mark Rosewater that said it. Uh, talked about in in a another. Uh, what are they called? Teasers, I guess. Um, yeah. and there's the one which is loyalty counters from Planeswalkers.
1: Uh, and my favorite type of counter. There's also they haven't said they're bringing back, but I really want them to. Uh, poison counters. I really, really want poison to come back. Oh. We need a standard that infect. That could be
0: deck. interesting. <laughs>
1: I don't even play standard. Didn't I it, would. like,
0: get completely overtaken last time that happened? Last time there was infect, didn't, like, standard get ruined or something for a while?
1: A little bit, I think, I because the thing um, is, it's, hey, do you want to yeah. kill someone in half as much damage? Here you go.
0: <laughs> yeah. And And the cards that pump creatures are not designed around the downside of, oh, it has infect. They're just designed for it to be equipped to any creature, so, you know, they're not really designed with the drawback in mind. With the, yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, Could be anything. But we've got some pretty likely ones, I think. Plus, um, they said that card that gives, um, Planeswalkers, like, protection from a player is gonna exist in the Commander decks. They're probably gonna make some type of Super Friends deck, right? I mean, I don't think it's really gonna be a Super Friends deck.
1: Like, they're just not fun to play Uh, against. because... Because turns take forever.
0: Um... Yeah. That's true. I don't think it's actually going to be really a Super Friends deck. I I think it's going to be a Super Friends deck like the Lands deck, Jund Lands deck was a Lands deck last year. Like really it's not. They're just kind of saying it is and it the theme is kind of there but not really. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But I just don't see them reprint or making new like I don't see them putting more than, like, three or four Planeswalkers in the deck. Well, not... No. I don't see them putting more than ten Planeswalkers in the deck. Yeah. That just seems T- like... Ten
1: seems reasonable. Well, I don't ten know. seems like a lot, but it still seems yeah. reasonable if that's your goal for the deck.
0: Yeah, I mean, most Super Friends deck run 15 to 20. Yeah. So, it's like, it's sort of there. It's just not a strong theme. By strong, I mean like super synergistic. Um, I think it's also possible. Ferocious will and Cascade might be might bring might be back. I remember thinking about it earlier. I had some reason I thought Cascade would be back, but now I completely forgot what that was. So, I guess I could just just ignore that ever happened. <laughs> Cascade um,
1: would be fun to bring back, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um and next up he has more of the creature type spoilers. So we've got a whale wolf.
1: Um that'll be interesting.
0: That yeah, it will be crazy. Uh probably simic, because simic likes to do that's yeah, have it's a very simic thing creature to do. Types. Yeah. Um other than that. I have no idea what that's going to be, or what the art is going to be. It's going to be beautiful, and very confusing. But, like, will it be on land, or in water? Who knows? Hmm. Uh, Next up is Dinosaur Cat Tokens. Um, that sounds...
1: I could see that being, like, mono-green.
0: Yeah yeah I could that could definitely be yeah plus mono green does or green in general does like to make tokens
1: yeah um green likes tokens and green likes dinosaurs got... and there's plenty of green cats yeah well usually they're green white cats yeah. but there's not a lot of white That's dinosaurs true. so that it would probably yeah. it'll either be green or green white
0: there think. are definitely mono green uh, cats and there are definitely mono green dinosaurs. But who knows, maybe it will be in green white, because dinosaurs and cats are both in Silesnia. Well, dinosaurs are quote unquote in Silesnia. They don't really have very many white any white dinosaurs. Uh they've got a couple, but not very many good ones or really useful ones. Well
1: that's the thing, it doesn't have to be good to still count as part of it.
0: True, true.
1: Cause there's um, there's 19 okay. dinosaurs that are in just white.
0: Oh really? Okay, that's more than I remember. Yeah. And they're pretty much. I guess that makes sense. I can think of a couple that are playable.
1: Yeah, and they're all from either Exelon or Rivals of Exelon.
0: Well, aren't all dinosaurs from either Exelon or Rivals of Exelon, except for the eroded ones? Uh. That's a... I mean I know they like eroded most lizards to become dinosaurs I think
1: they eroded I don't, I don't... a bunch of stuff to become dinosaurs um
0: yeah they uh, I think they eroded like regal behemoth and a couple of things uh, well alpha no, a lot of things, But I can't think of very many was times. a
1: beast and then it became yeah. a dinosaur beast. Hm. Uh, nice. Dramasaur was a lizard uh, and became just dinosaur. There's a number of things that they changed from like either lizard or beast into dinosaur.
0: Yeah. Um, next thing is one legendary card that brings back and uses experience counters. And, as I said, that's not a named mechanic that was brought back.
1: So, interestingly, so, it's a legendary card, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a legendary creature.
0: Ah, you're right. Honestly, it could be at some one sort point, of a like, a, a while back... It could. It definitely could. A while back, I tried to make um, an experience counter deck and it didn't really work because all the experienced counter commanders like don't synergize with each other at all in any way so it just kind of didn't work at all uh, maybe i'll be able to make it happen now probably not I mean, yeah
1: maybe this is that but one whatever. card you need maybe, maybe it's just a legendary enchantment. maybe it'll just make it all cards that use experience counter synergize
0: Wow, that would be great. That'd work super well. Alright, um... Into the decks! Next up is the deck that we are covering this week. So, we have a Rafiq deck, and real quick, I'm going to explain the Commander Quest for the new listeners. So, the commander quest is the eventual goal that I'm trying to reach. I'm trying to make a deck with every single card in Magic the Gathering with absolutely no overlap. So far, I've gotten through a couple thousand cards and uh, I've got like 18,000 more, so it's gonna take a while. But today, we're doing a Rafik Exalted deck. Uh, the commander Rafik of the many is 1 green, white, blue for 3-3 legendary creature human knight with exalted. Whenever a creature you control attacks alone, that creature gets plus 1, plus 1 until end of turn. And whenever a creature you control attacks alone, it gains double strike until end of turn. So, uh, the idea of the deck is just to cast a ton of exalted creatures, uh, some infect creatures, and some pump so that I can take my infect creature and whack my opponents for damage. Well, for in for poison. Yeah. I guess it's on theme because, as you just said, maybe in maybe poison will come back.
1: They could bring it back. There's no one stopping them yeah. except themselves.
0: That is true. It's very true. Although I'm pretty sure, like. Uh, it's pretty high up on the storm scale so who knows I mean the storm scale is not a perfect measure it's just somewhat helpful when making baseless uh, theories um so we've got we've got some basic land a basic land base we've got a Cathedral of War and some Actually, basic is pretty accurate because we have 36 basic lands, Uh, I usually try not to include basic lands if they don't- or non-basic lands if they don't synergize with my deck, because even when I have been doing this, I've been running just about the number of lands that would be number of non-basic lands proportional to the number of cards, not other cards in Magic. So, I might decide to change that in the future. But, we've got a couple of categories. Uh, We've got Exalted, we've got Pump, Evade, and Protect. So, Exalted is just creatures that have Exalted. uh, Or have whenever creature you you control attacks alone. Pump, Evade, Protect is really three categories, but there was so much overlap, I just clumped them all together. Uh, My one attacker is the creature that I'm going to attack with that will get pumped. And Hindering Opponents is just cards that make it difficult for my opponents to do things and barely affect me, because I'm only attacking with one creature. Yeah, um, my favorite
1: card from that hinder Opponents category is probably Stoic Angel. Yeah. Which is... No, it's great. It's...
0: And it's like... Super bad in any other deck.
1: Yeah, I can't really see running that outside of an exalted deck.
0: Yeah. That's the great thing that I've... Like, honestly... uh, As you'll see when we go over the collection stats... But I made, like, a couple of different ways to measure how... Playable of cards I'm playing so far in comparison to the average. And... All of my measures I'm like doing really well on. So, I don't know. Uh I feel like I have to be more conservative because if you look at this deck, like you could see someone coming up to with this deck. Like there's a lot of cards in your in here like why isn't there a soul ring in here, for example? You're just like why? But other than that, it's actually... It's got something to it.
1: Yeah, for sure. And... There's I mean, there's always going to be upgrades that you can make to a deck. And so, like, for example... Yeah, yeah. Swapping out... Some of the basics for, like, Shocklands. Or the Battle bond lands yeah. Would help you... With fixing yeah. a little bit. And it would help you... It would just give you a better land base. But, like... Right. The actual rest of the deck itself seems pretty solid. I really like it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Without actually like really looking at it, it looks like it looks like it's a legit deck. And of course, For if sure. you look at some of my other decks, like my Stonebrow deck, that was just like literally 62 card creatures with trample because <laughs> there wasn't anything else that synergized with it in Magic. So it just I just put a lot of cr- a tra- a lot of tramplers in. And that was and that.
1: Trample works.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm getting pretty effective creatures. I mean, I'm getting plus two plus two on every single creature basically, so it's not that bad of an aggro deck. It's not, not a little bit more. boring. Yeah. Um so let's get into the cards why don't we start with that stoic angel that you just mentioned
1: yeah so stoic angel so
0: stoic angel go ahead
1: sorry uh stoic angel is one a green (laughs) white and a blue for a three four angel with flying and vigilance and it says players can't untap more than one creature during their untap step so considering we're only attacking with one creature per turn it doesn't matter we get to untap all of our creatures and our opponents yep. can't so if they're running creatures with that tap effects they have to be really picky about what they do and when they do it
0: or if they just use attacking as their tap effect
1: exactly yeah
0: and so- we've got a couple more cards that are that have basically the same effect but not exactly. We have Silent Arbiter and Dueling Grounds. So they both say no more than one creature can attack each combat, and no more than one creature can block each combat. So, as he just said, we only want to attack with one creature. And our opponents probably do care that they can't do that anymore. So these both just really help stop our opponents. Uh, Silent Arbiter is 4 for a 1-5 artifact creature, and Dueling Grounds is a 1 green and a white enchantment so that is the hinder opponents category it just makes it so my opponents can't really attack um next up we have i don't know. you pick something
1: we'll go to the attackers category pick a
0: category or a card okay so as i said earlier my one attacker is the card that's going to get pumped. The card that I'm going to play and is going to get pumped. Uh, obviously, I have Rafiq as a backup, but most of these are much more effective in terms of killing my opponents. Um,
1: well, one so thing to consider with Rafiq is he bomb. is your commander, and if you attacks alone, he gets double strike. Yeah. So he's essentially swinging for eight every turn just by himself
0: yeah and with all the pump yeah with all the pumps such as the exalted effects he could get plus one plus one from him and with 26 creatures we're probably gonna get roughly an average of two creatures per game um that have exalted so he's probably gonna be attacking for roughly 12 which is a two hit clock
1: yeah. with command and damage if we put something on him that gives him infect it's a it's a one turn clock
0: yeah um plus we've got all of these other things that pump him we've got a lot of other things that pump him in other categories so he is certainly not a bad backup plan For sure. next up we have i don't know do you want to cover the cards in the attacker category, or just skip over them? I mean, basically we have cards with Infect.
1: Pretty much, if it says Infect and it's in the colors,
0: it's being worn. Yeah. Yeah, plus we've got Cold-Eyed Sulky, which is one hybrid green-blue for a 1-1 island walk, and when it deals combat damage to a player, you may draw that many cards, a couple other random stuff. Uh, we've got Not Vine Paladin. Uh, it's green, white, two-two, and when it attacks, it gets plus one, plus one for each untapped creature you control. So it's like so giving it essentially doubles exulted, your assault. sort of, yeah. Um, I mean that's the category. I'm just trying to deal this infect damage to my opponents and. Hopefully they die soon. So that's that category. Uh, I'm just trying to deal with damage to my opponents with all of my infect creatures. Uh, Infect, if you don't know, is this creature deals damage to creatures in the form of negative, negative one counters and players in the form of poison counters. And if a player has 10 poison counters, they lose the game. So when all my creatures are getting pumped I can just make them deal a lot of damage. Deal only—they only have to deal ten damage to my opponents, and they will die. So I don't know. You pick something. <laughs> I'm just gonna like let you lead it off because I'm so used to doing it on my own. I like go off on rants and like don't know where to stop.
1: <laughs> it's not a th- not. Uh, so yeah. So. Next up, we'll cover all the Exalted categories.
0: Okay. Uh, so we so... have... Oh, yes, go ahead.
1: No, go ahead. Okay.
0: Uh, so these are cards with Exalted. As I read earlier on Rafik, whenever creature you control attacks alone, that creature gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. So, I just have, like, 26 cards with that exact effect, and some of them have an addition, or instead... Uh, Just that effect, but instead of exactly plus one plus one, they get some other benefit. Usually it is pumping, though. Pumping the creatures, so you get more damage.
1: Yeah, so one of those examples of another effect is on the card Ardent Plea. Which is an enchantment for one white and a blue that has Exalted. And then it also has Cascade. So when you play it, you exile cards from the top of your library until you find something with a lower mana cost then you cast that for free and then put the rest shuffled on the bottom of your library
0: yeah and there's a lot of other effects that just do exalted but better for example angelic exaltation is three and a white for an enchantment whenever creature you control attacks alone it gets plus x plus x until end of turn where x is the number of creatures you control so as i said earlier i'm probably gonna get at least well, actually, on average, I'll probably end up with three creatures a game. So I'm pumping my creature up by basically plus three, plus three when it attacks. So that is quite effective. It gets quite large.
1: Yeah. it.
0: Another great...
1: Uh, another one of the highlights from here. Yeah. Is Noble Hierarch, which is a single green for a zero-one one human druid that taps for a green, white, or blue, and has Exalted. Yeah. So it gives you the ramp and fixing that you need, which is great.
0: Yep, next, uh, another great, great example of this is Finest Hour, so two green, white, blue for an enchantment. Exalted, and whenever a creature you control attacks alone, if it's the first combat phase of the turn, untap that creature. After this phase, there's an additional combat phase. So, First of all, you're straight up doubling the damage the creature does. And second of all, you're doing more than that. Because when the creature attacks alone for the second time on your second combat phase, it's gonna get Exalted Triggers. So that works extremely well in this deck. Sadly, Double Strike can't double. Make Quadruple Strike a thing. I think Triple Strike is a thing in the unsets, actually. Ah, uh,
1: probably. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Just because onsets have fun stuff like that. Yeah. Um but yeah, so the previous exalted buff stays during that second combat. Yeah. So you get all those exalted triggers twice. Yep. Which is insane.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's in that's a fast way to kill someone. Or maybe even two people if you've got enough pump. Because I mean, you've got an Infect creature, you've only got to deal 10 damage the first time and then you can deal 10 again.
1: Speaking of uh, doubling Exalted triggers, one of the cards in here, Sublime Archangel. Yeah. It's 2 and 2 white for a 4-3 angel with flying, Exalted, and other creatures you control have Exalted. Yep. So all your creatures that already have Exalted have it again, and all your ones that don't now have it as well.
0: Yeah, and as it says, if a creature has multiple instances of Exalted, each triggers separately. So, what he just said, it will stack. Everything stacks. You just get so many triggers of Exalted. Uh, Next, another good card with Exalted is Sovereigns of Lost Alara. So it's four white, blue, or four, five creature spirit with exalted, and whenever a creature you control attacks alone, you may search your library for an aura card that can enchant that creature, put it on the battlefield attached to that creature, and then shuffle your library. So I've got a couple of auras um, in here that we will go over in the next category of pumping, evading, and protecting. Uh, is there any other cards that you would like to call out from this from this category? Uh, I think we covered
1: all the ones that are, are important.
0: Yeah. Uh, most of the rest of these are either cards that have Exalted, so my creatures won't get bigger when they attack alone, or cards that have basically Exalted. Or actually, I just noticed one. Uh, Sigil of Valor is two for an artifact equipment. Whenever equipped creature attacks alone, it gets plus one, plus one, until end of turn for each other creature you control. And it has equip one. So... Uh, yeah. Just makes my creatures...
1: Essentially another count of... Yeah. Exalted on everything.
0: Yeah. Alright, so next up is... Uh, Pump, Evade, Protect. So... This is, as I said earlier, not really one category. There's just so much overlap in this category that I just decided to clump it all together. So, first of all, we have some auras that we can grab with my Sovereigns of Lost Allura. Um, So we have a lot of auras that we can Ugh. grab with it and other... Other things like protection so that my creatures don't get targeted or just don't die or whatever it is uh, why don't you pick a card that uh, is notable
1: yeah so one of the ones I found to be particularly notable is aether tunnel it's one in a blue for an aura it says enchant creature enchanted creature gets plus one plus oh and can't be blocked yeah so if you swing so you have your commander out and you have one of the 5-5 five, five Infects out, you put that on him, and you're swinging for lethal. Yeah. And they can't do anything about it.
0: That's 14 Infect. One 5-5 five, five from the Base Power and Toughness, one from the Exalted from Rafik, and one from the Power of the uh, Aura. So, you could just deal that damage and just kill people. Plus, as, uh, I'm not sure if I said this already, I'm running roughly, I think I think I'm running 13 cards with infect in this deck, so most games you will draw one uh, by a relatively good whatever. The point is you'll probably have one when you need it. Um, Next up we have we have a lot of uh, instance or and
1: even if you don't, you're still probably swinging for lethal with how much exalted's
0: out there. Yeah. Next up we have some instants that uh, just give my creature Pump and they give my creature Hexproof. So we have Blossoming Defense, which is green for an instant, target creature you control gets plus 2, plus 2 and gains Hexproof. And we have Vines of Vastwood, which is green for an instant, target creature gains Shroud and plus 4, plus 4 if you kick it for an extra green. And we have Stonewood Invocation, which is three and a green for a split second instant, and it gives a creature plus five, plus five, and Shroud. So, it's just a way to respond, to either respond to a removal spell, or to just pump up my creatures for the kill.
1: Yeah, because plus five plus five becomes plus ten plus ten once you count in double strike. Yeah. Which is great especially on an infect creature
0: yeah that is more than enough to kill him. all
1: right that by itself is enough to kill
0: that is true um next up so we also have a lot of creatures that a lot of auras that say basically protection from a specific thing we have protection from creatures we have protection from all colors And, these, while they can be helpful for removal spells, are mostly there just to give some evasion. Because if something has protection from creatures, it can't be blocked by creatures. So, that's just a good way to get your creatures through.
1: And, if it has protection from all colors, it can't be blocked by anything that's a color.
0: Yeah, that's true. If it's colorless, it can't block it. Um, so that's basically the category. There are also some cards that just pump it, and, well, we've got a couple more things. We've got some auras that just pump my creatures and do basically nothing else. Uh, and we've got Corrupted Conscience. You suggested this card, so why don't you go ahead and read it? Or, yeah
1: yeah so Corrupted Conscience is probably my favorite card in the entire deck uh it's three and two blue for a enchantment uh it says enchant creature you control enchanted creature enchanted creature has infect uh. so you steal someone's creature give it infect and then you can just next turn swing at them with it for lethal most likely Yep. Because it has Infect, and you have so many triggers of Exalted, and you have... It's just such a good card.
0: Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, as you said, there's something beautiful about killing someone with their own creature. And you're clearing their blockers, too.
1: There really is.
0: So... Yeah. Uh, you might even be able to attack them this turn the turn that you steal it. Um
1: yeah if it's something that has haste
0: yeah uh, Na and I mean that's basically the idea of the deck. So you're just gonna cast some exalted creatures you're gonna cast some attackers you're gonna t- you're gonna cast one of the things that you want to attack with probably an infect creature to kill your opponents. you're gonna cast some exalted creatures in Rafik and you're gonna use your pumping and evading and protecting to just help you go the final mile, and just end off the game. I mean, this deck would be hard to win with, because essentially it's a Voltron deck, just not with your commander, and as anyone, well, anyone who's played with or against a Voltron deck knows, it's quite easy to dismantle it by just removing the one attacker.
1: So that is the one good thing about it being Voltron not based around the commander himself. Yeah. Is that if they remove one thing you still have other stuff around that you can kill him with.
0: Yeah. You've just got...
1: And you can always recast your commander for his abilities. Yeah. Rather than recasting him just to attack with him.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of different things that make this better than a traditional Voltron deck. First we have the fact that we have very little things that we actually lose if our one attacker is gone. We keep our exalted creatures. We only have a couple of ores. The second thing is we have a lot of protection. And the third thing is we have tons of replacement attackers to just be, to cast right after and just have it be a perfect replacement. It's not any worse than we had before. And we've got And we're not losing anything. We're just casting it again, and we're fine. We haven't lost anything except for the couple of mana and one card from your removal spell that's supposed to save you.
1: Yeah, the only thing we're really weak to is board wipes.
0: Yeah, that's true. If someone board wipes, we're pretty screwed. Um, so... But
1: outside of a board wipe, it's... A pretty resilient deck, it would seem.
0: Yeah. And we've also got... I mean... Actually, no. Never mind. We don't have any... We Basically, the entire deck is creatures. So... If we get board wiped, we're losing just about everything. Alright. So, it is time to get into the collection statistics. So... Uh... In the collection. So far I've gotten 1300 cards. So that means I've covered like 1 20th of the cards that I have to. So I'm working on it. I'm making progress. It's going to take me a long, long time to do it though, to succeed. Um, we've got an estimated value of 1500 dollars Uh, We've got, uh, in terms of color distribution, we have the most red at 251 cards, then we have green at 204, we have white at 183, blue at 178, and black at 169. Colorless at 219, and multicolor at 96. So, this fits somewhat well, uh, we've got a lot more red than we do other colors, but it is closer than it has been the last two weeks, um, yeah, so, we've got, in terms of budget, which is one way that I've been using to measure exactly how playable of cards I'm playing. We, ha- we have uh, $1,500 and 1,300 cards, so that's a little bit over a dollar per card, and as I calculated a couple episodes ago, the average of all cards in Magic is $2.21. So we are definitely ahead of the curve there, but budget is, n- is a rather imperfect way of measuring this.
1: Yeah, because there's plenty of cards that are, you know, printed at common or at uncommon and are great cards, but just aren't very expensive.
0: Yeah. Budget supplies two things. One of them is popularity, aka demand, and the other one is supply. I mean, so yes, while demand is a part of it, and popularity doesn't also mean power. That just means how much people are actually buying it, so while it isn't a great way, it is still one of the best options that I have, uh, in of a way to look at the cards. Um, uh, I still need to work on getting more non-red decks, but uh, I'm not off by too much, only a couple, only roughly 50 cards per color, color, which I guess is kind of a lot. Alright, so in terms of the distribution of card types, we have 775 creatures, 130 instants, 3 tribal cards, 108 enchantments, 48 lands, uh, 3 planeswalkers. 179 artifacts and 123 sorceries so that is actually pretty accurate uh, in terms in relation to the average of all cards uh as it has been in the last couple weeks um so in terms of rarity distribution uh so in the whole of magic There's roughly an equivalent number of common and uncommon and rare cards, and roughly one-eighth of those numbers of mythics, and if you look at mine, I'm, again, ahead of the curve if we're using rarity as a power level scale, which it kind of isn't, but it's got some relation to it, so I just decided that's what I was going to do, because it's just another way to look at my progress to see how I'm doing. Um, So I've got 537 uncommons, 422 uncommons, uh, 307 rares, and 34 mythics. So as I said before, in all the metrics that I can look at, which sadly is just those two, which are both very fraught with error. Um, I am ahead of where I have to be But of course the diminishing of cards of options will be a large obstacle Do you have any any thoughts?
1: Uh, Nothing in particular. All right, I think that
0: uh... All right, it is time for card of the week card of the week. So the card of the week this week is Insight. It is two and a blue for an enchantment. Uh, Whenever one of your opponents plays a green spell, you may draw or you you draw a card. It's not a May ability. So, I am basically analyzing the average number of cards uh, that Uh, an opponent would draw past. Okay, let's just break this down. So first, the first thing I did was figure out how many decks have green in their color identity. So I figured that out through using the EDHREC data. I figured out that 149,000 out of 308,000 decks on the EDHREC database have green in their color identity. So that's 48% of decks. So the next thing I figured out is that that's an average of 1.44 decks per 4 player pod, and there's an 86% chance that you're gonna have an opponent who's playing green. So, with that information, I figured out the exact... So what I did was I went on EDHREC, I used the average deck uh, tool, which I'm not sure exactly how they collected that data, um, I did not- I've looked at a couple different things, and I haven't been able to find it anywhere, so I'm not sure how they collected that data, but if it is actually representative of the average deck, which I'm hoping it is, because I don't want my data to be error, to have, uh, imperfections on it, uh, I did- was i found out how many decks that have that have green in their color identity how many cards they're playing that would trigger my insight so i cut out cards that were one or two cms that they would play before i cast insight um and then i just went down on different number of colors, and I figured out exactly what the average number of cards that are green that you would cast past turn three. And if you cast it on turn three, I counted it as a half because there's a 50% chance that they're before you and the 50% chance that they're after you. So I calculated that there's an average of 24.79, Green cards in the average card deck with green in its color identity. Uh, I did weight that by the percentage of decks overall that the number of colors is. Uh, uh, not by overall, I mean with card with within that one color. Um, So I found out that there's a one percent chance I'll get eight. You'll draw eight cards off of it. A 3% chance you'll get seven, 10% chance you'll get six, 18% chance you'll get five, 25% chance you'll get four, a 15% chance you'll get two, a 5% chance you'll get one, and that is an average of 3.83 cards. Now, this number is deceiving for a lot of different reasons, such as the fact that it doesn't uh, take into account mana fixing. Uh, and mana, just getting your lands in general, such as the fact that your opponents aren't going to cast every single card that they draw that that has green in it, and also that they might just avoid casting a spell because of insight. So while there are a lot of errors, even if we round down to something like three, we are still talking about great value in a card. So I don't know, what do you think about it? About and that?
1: Not only that though. It may prevent them from playing a card that is useful. Like it may not be the best card in their hand, but whatever that green card is that they're holding off on playing because of insight is something that they're preventing from giving themselves an advantage with.
0: Yeah. So that is actually really good. Thinking about yes, this is it's, not yeah, like fantastic. An instant staple uh, I'm not saying you should put it in every deck but if you're thinking about it if they don't cast that spell because you have that insight you're still getting card advantage they're saving that card and they're not casting it because of your spell so um, it's a great card and if you have any way to benefit off of, blues, off of that enchantment or if you just need that final card, don't feel bad about running Insight because you have good odds. And also, uh, I'm pretty sure there's not really a mathematically sound way of doing this, but there's an average of 1.44 people playing that deck. So even if that average is that 3, it's really sort of higher. Because there's two people, well, an average of one and a half people, running that experiment. You know what I mean by that? Like, the odds are higher that you'll get something a little bit higher than that number. Uh, Plus, you're getting that 1.5 players. So, it's quite good, actually.
1: Um... It is a great card. Yeah. The only thing I can think of off the top of my head... Well, so it's it's a card that's really similar to Rhystic Study. Yeah. Which is also two and a blue. And it says whenever an opponent plays a spell, you may draw a card unless they pay one. Yeah. So, Rhystic Study ends up taxing them. Whereas this, the only thing they can do about it is either not play green cards or remove it. Yeah. And... One of the things I love about Insight over Ristic Study is the fact that they just have to hold on to cards. And if you're playing against a mono green deck, that just means they can't cast anything. Yeah. If they want to not let you draw cards. Right. And the other thing that I think is fantastic about Insight is its cost. And not just the mana cost, but the actual cost of it. Yeah. Because like Ristic Study, as great a card as it is, the cheapest market price for one on TCG Player right now is $17.51. Yeah.
0: And I just looked Whereas up...
1: Whereas the cheapest market price for Insight? 21.
0: Yeah. 21 cents. Um, obviously, I'm not a large enough content creator yeah. to have an influence on the market, but if somebody does... But this could at any moment. If people find out about this card. If the general magic population finds out it could it could it could definitely go up i don't know i mean it's not like i don't think it's necessarily a staple at this point but i do think it's one of the better blue card draws i actually honestly i actually messed this up it should be higher than what i did because i got that 3.83 and i didn't Multiply it by that 1.44, which I should. Analyzing that, so it's actually higher than that. So. So never mind. It probably should be. Three point three
1: times one point four four. Is five point five one five two. Average.
0: That is just insane. That's so many cards. Even if we're rounding down. Uh, like we have, or like I've said earlier to a lower number because these numbers are imperfect and we don't know exactly what our opponents are gonna do, we are still ending up with insane value. Even three and a half cards is good. Yeah, yeah, we're ta- like, just the amount of cards that we're getting off of this, it's just crazy, crazy value. Plus, I just completely discounted cards that have CMC one or two And you don't know when we don't know when our opponents are gonna draw those. If they don't draw them on turns one or two, then we're gonna end up with an even higher average. So basically, run this card. It's it's amazing. (laughs) I mean
1: And another thing to think about is some of those like one and two drops are pump spells. Or like auras that they're gonna cast later in the game on their bigger staff. Oh, did you? I
0: actually counted those. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, like. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I might have missed some, but I think I counted everything. Um. Yeah. But you never know. I mean, that also doesn't count any extra draw. I'm talking about turn eight, which does seem like it's really late, but almost all games are gonna go to that late. Unless you're playing in like a really fast meta. I'm just talking about that mid power level where most games end about turn 8. So we're talking about 15 cards. If your opponent sees more than 15 cards in a game. If your opponents with that are playing green see more than that, then they're gonna end up with even more. So it's just absolutely insane. and. I mean, I want to say all the factors that I can't calculate for balance out, but there's no way I can calculate that in any sin- scientific way. So you never really know, and I wish there were some way I could get better data. I'm actually going to start reaching out to the uh, EDH, the people over at EDH, uh, Rec because I'm getting all my data from them, but not as directly as I could be. So hopefully I can get better data, um, but until then, uh, I will just work with my not perfect data. It's just a great card. Um,
1: it really is a great card. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up a
0: couple of them. Yeah, um, I, I, I will, too, if I'm able to. Um, so, next up is... Uh, I'm not sure exactly how... Just a quick note, I'm not sure exactly how they gathered the average deck data. Uh, I might have said that already, but I'm not sure about that, so if that is not actually representative of an average deck, within that commander, then that could be problematic. Um, and this was actually not that bad of a analyzing. A, lo- a couple of them have taken, like, four or five hours. This one only took me, like, two or three, so, that was good. Um, next up is... All. Yeah, so next up is some news. Uh, I think I'm gonna ditch the commander's rule segment. I just tried it out for one episode, and I don't really love it. Um... And the second thing is I'm going to delete the first couple of episodes. Next time is... Next time I'm going to say exactly which episodes I deleted because I need to watch them to find out. But I just don't want that to be anyone's first impression or any impression. I'm here to entertain and honestly, listening... I have listened to them after I released them. I didn't do double checking my editing. I would just edit it and then release it, and when I did double check it just from listening to it after it was released, yeah, um, it was not, it didn't go together. I somehow messed up the order of the sound segments. The audio terrible, it was terrible i just don't want anyone to see that i just i feel like it's sort of dishonest to take it down but i feel like it's better to just make it so nobody has to see that um all right uh do you want to plug your content or have anything to say before we end the episode
1: just thanks for having me it's been great being here and i've enjoyed my time on the podcast with you
0: Thanks for listening. You can find my personal architect at i'm a johnny a j o h n n y. You can find my commander quest and with the link in the description below. You can find my commander quest account with the link in the description below or at commander quest. You can see the link to my collection statistics in the description and my website. You can also visit my YouTube channel commanders contingencies also there's a link in the description below I will also post any relevant links such as the decks that I went over or if there's any news I will post links to my source or things that have more information I will see you next week oh there will also be time blocks to tell you what times certain things in the episode are happening.